Hello and welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today we're going to be discovering how God's peace and his Sabbath rest are supernaturally linked. Many of us are juggling so many things in our daily lives that we think if we stop to rest and recharge, everything will come crashing down around us. But taking time to rest is actually a creation principle that was given long before the law was given at Mount Sinai. And so today we're going to learn the discipline of being still before the Lord. Rabbi Schneider is going to show us how God's peace and his Sabbath rest are supernatural linked through Jesus. So let's get started. Experiencing God's supernatural presence involves walking in God's spirit of shalom, in his peace. Jesus, we read in the Gospel of John, chapter 20, verse 21 and 22, he breathed on his disciples and he said, my peace, my shalom which means wholeness, healing, completeness, my supernatural shalom I give to you. And then he said, receive the Ruach HaKodesh, receive the Holy Spirit. To me, I think we need to just pause and consider the fact that when Jesus breathed on his disciples, imparting to them the Holy Spirit, the word that he connected to that experience was shalom, the Hebrew word shalom. It's a supernatural outward breath of God's spirit that he imparts to those that are his in order to bring wholeness and peace into our lives. I want you to hear me today, beloved one. God wants to strengthen us in his shalom. He is strengthening us in his peace. And as he is, what is happening is clarity is coming into our thoughts and powers of darkness are being crushed under our feet. This is a real experience. This is a progressive experience. And if you're pursuing Jesus, it's happening to you today, right now. If you've been following Jesus, you'll notice right now that you're a different person, that you have more wisdom, that you're living a more stable life than you were a year ago, two years ago, or however long it's been. And the reason that you are, as you've been pursuing Jesus, is because God is establishing you in his peace, in his shalom. Once again, when we say shalom, which is translated in English, peace, we're not just talking about a peace that is the absence of conflict from the outer realm, but what we're talking about is an inner shalom, an inner peace. It's a girding of the soul, and once again, a girding of the mind that comes from a supernatural spirit that lives within us who is himself peace. The Hebrew word shalom, it once again means completeness, wholeness, and no lack. And so when Jesus breathes upon us shalom, he's making us complete. In fact, the scripture says, in him, you've been made complete. But in order to enter into this experience of shalom or completeness, we need to practice abiding in his peace. Jesus said, abide in me. Even as he abides in us, we need to choose 
to abide in him. Jesus said, he that abides in me bears much fruit. Now, how do we do this? We do this, beloved ones, by being God conscious and by being self-aware. So many people, they lack God consciousness, they lack self-awareness. Now, people, when I use that term God consciousness, I just mean that we're focusing on the Lord. People that are God conscious, they're conscious of the Holy Spirit's presence in their life, and because of that, they're self-aware, they're aware of the fact that when they begin to be driven by anxiety or fear, so they begin to maybe move in their body language nervously, or they begin to talk out of nervousness, or they begin to laugh out of nervousness. So what we need to do to abide in peace is we need to be conscious of ourselves, so that when we begin to act out of anxiety, out of fear, when we're being driven by some spirit that's not God's spirit, that's not of peace, we need to become aware of that. We need to be aware of it and then pull our energy back to once again abide in Jesus. The Bible says that through practicing righteousness, we train our senses, we train our spiritual senses. So part of experiencing God's presence means training our senses so that we can operate in such a manner that when we begin to go out of God's shalom, out of his peace, out of abiding in the indwelling Holy Spirit, we have enough self-awareness that we pull ourselves back to abide in him. In other words, I check myself. I say, you know what, I'm not gonna say anything because if I say something, it's not gonna be coming from shalom. It's not gonna be coming from God's spirit. It's something else that will be driving me. So peace is so important because peace is the foundation of authority. Peace is the foundation of authority. Nervous energy might be intense, but it has no authority. True authority is rooted in peace. And we can grow in being rooted in this spiritual authority when we learn how to abide in Jesus. And to abide in Jesus, we must develop the discernment that is necessary to abide in his peace. Well, Father, I just pray right now that you would break through people's minds, break through your beloved one's hearts, that they'd be able to pick up some of what I'm trying to communicate, Father, some of what you're trying to share, that, Father, your people would become more self-aware so that they could abide in your Holy Spirit and the Spirit of Jesus that abides, hallelujah, within them. Something that's closely related to this peace, beloved, is the spiritual principle of Shabbat, of the Sabbath. Now, I want you to hear me very clearly, please. I'm not putting anybody under the law. None of us are under the law. Jesus set us free from the law. But let's not throw out, beloved ones, the baby with the bathwater. I'm not approaching the law now by the letter. I'm approaching it by the Spirit. What's the spiritual application of, for example, Shabbat or the Sabbath? Did you know that the Sabbath came before the law was given? The Sabbath is actually a creation principle. Now, I'm not focusing on taking Friday night at sunset to Saturday night at sunset. I'm not talking about a specific day. I'm talking about the principle of rest because Shabbat and rest has to do with peace. Shabbat, the Sabbath, beloved one, it's not about the law first. It's a creation principle. You find it all the way in the first couple chapters of the scriptures. God created the world in six days, and then he, listen now, rested 
on the seventh and sanctified it. So when we speak about Shabbat or the law or the Sabbath, we're not talking about the law, we're talking about a creation principle. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus and Rabbi will be right back. If you're looking to better equip yourself in your study, pursuit and growth in Jesus the Messiah, be sure to go online and explore our treasury of Messianic content. You'll find Messianic teaching tools and videos, information about God's seven annual feasts, the Hebrew names, titles of God, and so much more. This content is ready and available for you today online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Did you know that you can connect with Rabbi right on your phone? The Rabbi Schneider app is packed with resources, videos, and a daily devotional that are designed to help jumpstart your day. The Rabbi Schneider app is free, bringing you inspiration and encouragement 24 hours a day and seven days a week. Simply search for Rabbi Schneider in your phone's app store and download the app today. Just as this program has been a blessing to you, you can multiply the blessing with others. It's simple when you become a monthly partner. Give a financial gift of any amount today or set up your monthly automated gift by calling this number, 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. Or you can visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And now, here is Rabbi Schneider. Let me read for you from the book of Bereshit, which is the Hebrew word for Genesis, chapter two, verse one through three. Thus the heavens and the earth were completed and all their host. By the seventh day, God completed his work, which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because in it, he rested from all his work, which God had created and made. And so we see that God, who we know doesn't need any rest because he's infinite energy, but yet he chose on the seventh day to stop creating and to disconnect from creating and to rest. Now he created you and I in his own image, right? Mankind is created in his own image. So if God himself created six days and rested one, don't you think that you and I that have been created in his own image should be asking him, what does this mean for me? Is there some type of spiritual application for me? Did you know that Jesus said in the book of Mark chapter two, man was not made for the Sabbath, but the Sabbath was made, it was a gift, it was a blessing, it was made for man. God actually gave Shabbat, the Sabbath, to man as a gift. And did you know that the first time the word holy is used in the Bible is in relationship to the Sabbath? It's all the way back in Genesis chapter two. God created the world in six days, but on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then he blessed the seventh day, and we read in English, sanctified it, which comes from the Hebrew word, the root word, kadosh, meaning holy. So there's something really important, beloved, about taking times in our life to rest, to disconnect from doing anything, to just simply be, because you're first of all a human being, not first of all a human doing. We need to get back to taking times in our life, being still, taking a Shabbat, taking a rest, sitting before the Lord to receive in order to have something to give. 
We're talking about experiencing God's supernatural presence. And I'm suggesting that one of the practices in order to walk in God's supernatural presence is that we have to have periods in our life of Shabbat, of rest. Not talking about the law, talking about the principle. God will strengthen you and make you whole, beloved one, through this process. I recommend listening to spiritual music. I love uh, IHOP out of Kansas City, the International House of Prayer, many other types of worship music that's directly praising God. Read the scriptures, read a devotional. Spend time every day by first stopping so that you can receive, so that when you get up to actually do something, you can receive an impartation. I think this is really important. In fact, God told us in the book of Isaiah that when we practice this principle, he'll cause us to ride on the heights of the earth. Oftentimes, you'll accomplish more by doing less. For example, we read that when the Israelites were in the wilderness, God put manna on the ground for six days. And God said, now don't try to save that manna towards the next day, don't accumulate a whole lot. He said, because if you do, what's gonna happen is it's gonna go foul. And so if they took manna, for example, on Monday and they tried to keep it till Tuesday, by Tuesday, it would have grown foul. You know, kind of like meat that gets bad if it sits in the sun. But the Lord said, on the sixth day, he said, gather twice as much manna because there won't be any manna on the ground tomorrow because tomorrow's the Sabbath and I don't want you out there working. And supernaturally, God blessed that manna on the sixth day so that it lasted supernaturally through the seventh day without becoming foul. Sometimes people think they can't stop and rest in God's peace because they think there's too much work to do. But what I'm saying to you, beloved ones, is that God will put a supernatural blessing on your life so that when you take time to be with him, just because you love him and you want to experience more of his presence, he's going to bless what you've done in order that you'll accomplish more if you would have if you kept working. Think about Mary and Martha, remember. Jesus went to their home. Martha was so excited to be able to have him in her home and host him. Remember, she was preparing the meal, and what an awesome thing. But you remember Mary, the sister of Martha, just sat at Jesus' feet, listening to him, doing nothing but just receiving. And Martha became upset because Mary wasn't helping. And she began to complain to Jesus, and Jesus said, listen, Martha, you're busy doing so many things, but Mary has chosen the most important thing to just sit and to receive. And she has said, and it will never be taken away from her. If you want to experience God's supernatural blessing in your life, his supernatural presence, beloved, you need to practice the discipline of being still before the Lord, cut off the things of the world, to just spend time with God. Now, I have found as we create this place in our life, as we create this space in our life to allow God to strengthen us by sitting before him, by focusing on him, by cutting out the world, what I found is that the Lord begins to speak to us in a way that our identity becomes strengthened in him. We look for identity in the world. We look for identity in our jobs. We look for identity in our clothes. We look for identity in our looks. We look for identity in all the material things. But there's an identity, beloved, that God wants to give you and I that's so much higher than any identity that we could receive from the world. It's the identity of knowing that he loves you and that you're his son or his daughter. And I wanna simply leave you with this tidbit right now. 
before Jesus actually began his ministry, before he did any miracles, he came out of the Jordan River immediately after being baptized by John the Baptist and the Spirit of God descended upon Jesus and the Holy Spirit spoke out of heaven and said to Jesus, you are my beloved son and in you I am well pleased. Father God wants us to hear that in our own soul. He wants you to know that you're loved by him and that he's pleased with you. This is crucial in terms of walking in God's supernatural presence and experiencing his blessing. We have to know who we are in him. This is why we need to come out of the world to spend time sitting before him so he can strengthen us in this identity. Beloved, God has so much more for you and I. He's infinite. He's so glorious. He's so beautiful. He's so precious. I mean, he's so valuable. And he wants to bring us in to experience his glory and to experience his presence. But we have to place value on him in order for him to do it. We have to put him first. So as I close today, I wanna to ask you this question. Will you put God first in your life? If you will, beloved, he's gonna bless you. He is, and he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. And to learn more about this daily Bible teaching program, just head over to our website. You'll find us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And as we start a new year, be sure to go online to our website and explore our treasury of resources. We've got a variety of books, articles, and videos for you to review. And we even have some dedicated web pages on the biblical feasts and holidays that occur each year during specific times and seasons throughout the year. And then finally, if you're looking for ways to expand your influence this year, consider partnering with us. Here's Rabbi once again to tell us more. As we're in this series, God's Supernatural Presence, I want to encourage us to think about the supernatural as it relates to our finances. In the world, when we give, that means we have left over. That's the natural realm. But the supernatural realm is this. Jesus said, give, and it will be given back to you, pressed down, good measure, and running over into your lap. The Bible says, with what measure we give, it will come back to us. If we give bountifully, if we sow bountifully, it's going to come back to us bountifully. I want to encourage you to believe for God to supernaturally bless your finances as you give. It's going to come back, beloved, according to that which you measure, pressed down, good measure, and running over into your lap. To become a monthly partner or to give a gift of any amount today, let me invite you to go directly to our website and give online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can also text the keyword rabbi to the number 45777. That's the keyword rabbi to the number 45777. Or maybe you would prefer to send a financial gift in the mail. 
just address your envelope to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. That's P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. And if you would like to automate the process of giving to this ministry this year, sign up to become a monthly partner. This is a wonderful way to leverage your contribution and together we can make a difference, not only locally, but all around the world. Your monthly giving will allow us to reach people with the good news of Jesus' soon return. And your gifts truly have an impact on everyone who hears this program from Ukraine to Russia and Israel and beyond. For example, I saw a comment from a listener who said, thank you for sharing your recent crusade video. I'm a partner and I feel like I was actually there with you. Another faithful listener left us a message that said, I became a monthly partner because I wanted to stand with you in reaching as many people as possible with the gospel. Amen and amen. Once again, you can sign up online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com or by calling 800-777-7835. And then if you would like to receive real-time text messages from Rabbi, click the link on our website that says Rabbi text me or text the keyword rabbi to the number 88777. And before we finish today's program, I want to share with you a few testimonies that we've received from our radio broadcast. The first one says, Good morning, Rabbi Cynthia and Dustin. Thank you, Rabbi, for the blessing and these awesome teachings. Every morning, I so look forward to your next message as I know I will learn something so valuable. I'm so glad I became a monthly partner with your ministry, and I pray that many people will partner with you as we see the Lord's day approaching. Father God, bless you all, and shalom. That's from April. And then Steph wrote in and said, Thank you for your powerful and faithful ministry, Rabbi. Our Father God, through your ministry, has profoundly changed my life. Even though I've been saved for years, I have a new level of peace and joy that I didn't know was possible. Amen. Thank you for sending in your testimonies. And right now, let's wrap up today's message on God's supernatural presence with a special blessing from Rabbi Schneider. The words from the Aaronic Blessing in the book of Numbers, chapter 6, verses 22 through 27, helps us to realize how good God is to you and I personally. So receive his blessing into your life, and then, beloved one, go bless somebody else in Jesus' name today. Yair Yahweh Panavelecha Vihunecha Isa Yahweh Panavelecha Veasem Lecha Shalom. The Lord bless you and keep you. 
The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. If you'd like more information about Discovering the Jewish Jesus, visit our website at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You'll find our broadcast schedule, podcast links, teaching notes, and so much more. And while you're there, let our prayer team pray for you. We lift up each individual request before the Lord. And then, as God answers your prayer request, or if God has touched your life through Discovering the Jewish Jesus, send us your testimony. We want to rejoice with you, and your testimony will encourage us. Submit your prayer request or testimony at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can also connect with us on your social media outlets to stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. I'm Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us again tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider shows us how to realign our focus in order to better connect with God. That's Tuesday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.